good genes. The in elixir there. of youth is in there. <laughs> exactly. I would have said that about uh, Hugh Jackman as well, and yet we just saw that bad education trailer. Hugh, you're looking a little. Hugh, I hope that's makeup because you're looking, and I hate to use this word when referring to you, old. Old, yeah. Old. And old Logan looked younger. Old Logan looks... looked younger, yeah. Dude, you know what it is? Hugh Jackman has a shirt on. He has a suit on, and I can't see his physical form. Because that I, just balances it, it out. It balances it. Like, he's I, a young man. I see him. I see his body, and I'm like, oh, okay. He's the youngest man that ever lived. No look old, at those abs. No old man can look like yeah. that. That's totally fine. Welcome to Straight to Series episode 42. 42. Wow. Getting old. Getting old. Feeling it. Getting up there. Getting up there indeed. When we hit, what age are we deciding that this show dies? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> 90. Are we to, Are we going to our hundreds? We I gonna, don't know. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, see if we, we still have something to say. That's true. Yeah. That's true. If we're not just shitting ourselves and going incontinent. If Vin Diesel just keeps giving us some great material. Yeah, that's true. To work with. My name is Connor. And I'm Ian. And welcome to Straight to Series. Yeah, I realised we hadn't done that. But yeah, as long as Vin Diesel keeps putting movies out, Straight to Series yeah. is going to be there. Keeps giving us material that's yeah. mocking with. Yeah, I love that uh, we had a recent post about Vin Diesel and someone in the comments was like, you guys are always harping on Vin <laughs> yeah, Diesel. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like... But they were appreciating they it as were. well. They're like, They're, hey. Yeah, you guys are always coming after him. And it's like, yeah, well, we he are. He keeps giving us reasons to. I don't know. I just find him fascinating. As I a find human him fascinating being. too. I don't. By the way, I don't even hate him. No, I, I don't hate him. No. I just love how he's not self-aware. No, not not in the slightest. No, he's got he's got a he's got an Instagram filter on in true life. Consistently, yeah. He's he's you know, got it's it's like in that clip where we told you there's some guy. You're great, Vin. You're great. Yeah, You're exactly. Part, whatever you He's want. He's got a hype man He's always with him. Always with also, him. Also, no isn't in his vocabulary. No. When someone says no, he hears, good job, Vin. Good job, you know? Vin. Way and to just, go. You say no to Vin, he goes, thank you. Thank you. Try again next time. <laughs> Slightly different. I just bash the mic with my meaty hand there. I apologize, everyone. But yeah, um, yeah, there's no just isn't in his vocabulary. And I kind of love it. Yeah, me too. It's, it's weird because you think those people can't exist in real life. And I have actually met people who are <laughs> yeah, kind of like yeah, that and yeah. it's very strange yeah but logically it's this vin nah, uh, but i thank I, you <laughs> i want i want it i want it differently i'm going to do it my way and people like it then yeah no they won't statistically speaking that's not going to work maybe he's wearing a stencil and yeah. i think there's not enough blood getting to his head because he's that wearing his ab stencil all yeah, the time totally that's ne- probably it needs that on yeah and he's calling michelle rodriguez over he's like <laughs> hey do you want to write the next fast and furious movie <laughs> yeah. and she's sitting there like yeah, yeah, Vin, I'll be over. Well, see, I would believe that that's where all the stories come from, though. Yeah, that's, well, crack open a few Coronas and let's just that's, throw some ideas do, out there. Do you not remember his Instagram TV? Have you ever seen the Instagram TV where he's just videoing? He's like, yeah, me and Michelle Rodriguez and someone else. We're here just writing the next Fast and Furious movie. You know <laughs> and how literally it goes. all that's written down is I beat up John, John Cena. Cena. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's Dom it. Versus... We need to make a movie around this. Yeah, it, you know what? It's probably not even that. It's probably plus cars. He, you see, here's the thing. That's too self aware. And we can lose the cars. That's what he's like. <laughs> I don't even need the cars in it. Just let me beat up someone who's much bigger <laughs> yeah. than me. Here's the thing. He. Do, I don't even think he's that self aware. I think he's like, we're gonna do a serious story. You know, you are right. You it's are gonna right. be about family. We're gonna have 
my son in it, passing him the torch, giving him the necklace, you know. One D- word. Dom and- Metaphors. Metaphors. It's going to be riddled with metaphors. Metaphors for family. Dom and Letty. I'm going to call him Brian because my friend Brian is still alive <laughs> in the universe and yet I'm going to name him after yeah. Brian because because of what obviously what happened and everyone's going to cry and, and we're just going to, you know, it's going to be, I, I'm going to be trying to rekindle my relationship with my son. My brother comes out and also let's make my brother twice my size and then I'll, you know, we'll fight and everything and I'll have to win. But anyway, it's not about that. It's about family, you know? And the sad thing is equals a billion dollars billion worldwide. Dollars. Cha-ching, baby. And that's the truth. So yeah. like, hey, keep Money doing what bank. you're doing, bro. I love the way we have we have Bloodshot because we're going to review Bloodshot this episode. I oh, don't yeah. Know. I don't know. Spoiler if you, alert. Spoiler alert. We have it written down in reviews and we are so determined to talk about Vin Diesel that he has he has sh- shot his way straight up to the top. He's already infested this he, podcast. Yeah, he really has. Much like the coronavirus has infested the world. What a segue. Thank you Let's very much. Let's go into the box office. Let's and move into the box office. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. We have a whole segment dedicated to box office, which is very difficult because the box office... It's gone. It's gone. dead. It for, is. Well, for now. For now, anyway. For now, it's in ICU. It's yeah. been terribly affected by the... Horribly. By it's COVID-19. COVID-19, baby. Everyone's and favorite virus. So much so that we didn't even open Box Office Mojo, because what's the point? It hasn't been updated in, in like a week now. Yeah. It's scary. It hurts me. Oh. <laughs> it hurts my brain. Yeah, Ian's precious numbers. Have there been... are some little numbers coming in, but not in, with Box Office Mojo. Drip feeding. Drip feeding. Yeah, just from numbers. like worldwide. There's yeah. a few theaters every... Maybe, like, I know Brazil hasn't been super affected yet. Okay. Every, every time you say that, though, then cut to a week. Yeah. You, two weeks ago, you should have, like, Air Country is literally on lockdown right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Lockdown. This is like, this is like a rogue fucking broadcast, Broadca- yeah, basically. Yeah. See, we work together, so logically, we're kind of like, well, I'll see you Monday either way, yeah. so we fucking, we can do the podcast. Yeah, we can do the podcast. Not only do we work together, we work in a, we're in a hospital. Yeah. So, you know, have we ever said that on the podcast? Before? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Yeah. So we're like fucking frontline staff. Yeah. Most likely we will be infected by the Most way. Most likely. Yeah. If we, if there's not an episode in a while, I'll be so impressed if one of us doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I've been licking each phone anyway. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I've been handrails. Every time I get on public transport, I, I make sure to, you know, lean my face in right into the glass and everything, <laughs> you know. And what's funny is, it's so fucking scary actually yeah, right now. It is. It's but pretty... we're, we're making light of it. Ah, yeah. It'll be I, fine. If anyone can, it's us. Yeah. Because we're like the only people working in our goddamn country right now. It's so weird. Yeah. It's nice because the country's like, hey, everyone's on lockdown. You know, y'all got to stay indoors and everything. We got our hospital swipes, baby. Free pass. Get to walk around. Do whatever we want. Coming in. It's like Homer Simpson going into the woman's bathroom. Exactly. Hospital staff. Thank you. Thank you very much. And they go, okay. I'll be moving along. You don't need to be in the cubicle with me. Yeah. No, I, I, do. I, I do. Hospital staff. Hospital staff. Excuse me. Hospital staff. Hospital staff. In fact, could you move away from me? Could you <laughs> yeah. get social distancing, please? Do you mind? Yeah, do you mind? I'm trying to work here. Yeah. But and, Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, box office. Yeah, it's... Uh, there's nothing really... It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. So China tried mm-hmm. to reopen some of the cinemas there. And their big plan, which it's just it's an odd choice, but I understand their choice. Yeah. So, no... Hollywood movie is going to want to be the first movie to come out no. in China after the mall shutting down totally. and everyone being on lockdown for so long. Could you think of worse press? You know, I know. what I mean? Like, do you know what they could do though as Hellboy? Yeah. Because it was supposed to be released. Yeah. Why not? Why but not? Lionsgate need that to make some money. Just a bit. Just something. Just, just a bit. Just to balance the checkbooks. Yeah. They don't need to be unbalanced as in like, hey, we made money. Mm-hmm. But let's just, let's just 
stop the producers from crying. You Lionsgate know? needs to or get investors, it. I should yeah. say. Yeah, Lionsgate needs to get its dentures fixed. Mm. Doesn't have any money to do that now, <laughs> and it's causing problems in the future because people are seeing. You know, there's nothing more. People turn away from fucked up teeth. You, you don't know? want that meth look. You don't want the meth look, and they've they've got a bit of a look to them now, and they yeah. need those dentures fixed. They but they really can't do. can't do it without getting Hellboy up there. You know. It's... So China's big plan. Mm-hmm. Re-release Avatar. Re-release Avatar, baby. James Cameron in his submarine got a got a telegraph over the wire <laughs> telling him <laughs> or a fax coming yeah, in. Fa- <laughs> Avatar re-released in China. Yeah, and I bet he's like, of course, of course, I'll save the box office. <sighs> Leave it to me, I'll save the box office. Oh, not ringing on Marvel's door? Are you coming? A big Jim Cameron down like in the to, submarine. I'd love to. He's like, yeah, of course they're gonna re- re-release Avatar, and they're like, yeah. oh, and also all the Avengers, all movies. four Avengers like, Wait, movies. <laughs> what? Why? Why would you re-release them? My movie was the biggest movie of all time. Unnecessary. You know my Avatar two? It's gonna be even bigger. By the way. It was never going to be bigger. Never. But especially after coronavirus, there is no way, no way Avatar 2 beats Avengers Endgame in the box office. you know, that's going to be James Cameron's story now. Of course, now. Asterix next to it, coronavirus. You know, that's why uh, uh, Star Wars didn't do as well as it was supposed to. I remember remember coronavirus came out right as Star Wars came out and it just didn't do as well, unfortunately. You know, these things happen. Do you know Joker made more than it? there's some box office news actually Man. it actually made I think it's like 2 million more nice isn't that weird you know Joker only did so well because it just missed out in the coronavirus and everyone was coming out to see they wanted to see a movie before they had to isolate themselves you don't need to tell me man Birds of Prey yeah Birds of Prey exactly man that, that one got really shafted by the coronavirus it felt hard yeah it did anyway the yeah China now are going to release all four Avengers movies, mm-hmm. Avatar, mm-hmm. Inception, and Interstellar. They're going to re-release them. I do like their idea of kind of being like, hey, it's safe now. Yeah. But here's the thing. They opened them and then shut them all again. I know. Straight away. It's So th- it's obviously the country's not over it yet. Yeah. They just want, I don't know, people to be happy? I who, don't know. Who missed out on information? Like someone didn't call someone there. Yeah. So- like, hey, we're going to, re- they were opening more than 200 theaters. Mm-hmm. And then the day it came to open them up, they were like, no, oh, no, forget that. Yeah. So someone was missed. There's some like little, like there's someone that just did not make one phone call. Some guy got a joke email saying coronavirus was cured. And he was like, I'm going to reopen cinemas, baby. And I'm going to contact 200 other cinemas. <laughs> I'm going to get everyone involved in this. We're going to put out blockbusters. And then it came to the time and someone was like, you know that, that was a joke email. And he's like, fuck. I've got 200 people to call. Poor assistant just has to call them all. Just call them. Uh, you need to. You need to. You can't open. Cause, yeah, cause exactly. Coronavirus is still a thing, and they're like, oh, and Hathaway and like the devil wears Prada. It's like that type of person yeah. that has to ring everyone. Has to ring. It's all of a sudden her fault. And it's just like people shouting down the phone. Yeah, it. yeah. She's getting punched in the head with words. I knew this was a joke, and it's like, oh fuck, yeah. shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we near China nearly reopened 200 theaters. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this w- happened like it got so far where they were like yeah we're re-releasing this yeah. about to happen and then it didn't happen they're also re-releasing Harry Potter oh. I think the first and second one and they're gonna do like a, a 3D conversion that's weird I I understand what they're just trying to do really is to get people to come back and I, I don't even think this is for the audience this is for the big studios Public to kind of go is it okay now for us to yeah, release something because yeah. you don't want to spend all this money on promoting a movie in China if you can't put it out and you can't put it out yeah so look like Hellboy then. I wonder. I wonder if this is going to happen over here as well. 
we're gonna get some big budget releases again. Re-releases, yeah. Yeah, that'd be. It. But here's the thing: of all those movies listed there, I'd be interested in seeing maybe three of them in cinemas. See, Endgame just came out. Yeah. And I've seen it a lot of times. Yeah. And then I've seen it on home video or whatever you want yeah. to call it. Like I bought it on iTunes. So I don't need to see Endgame again. I, w- no. I wouldn't see it if that came out again. No. Age of Ultron, I didn't like that much. Yeah. Infinity War, I watched, I watched Infinity War so many times as me well. Me too. But I can watch that. That's the thing. I think Infinity War for me is like Iron Man, the first Iron Man, where for yeah. some reason I can watch that movie nonstop. For me, it would be Inception. Inception would be the one I'd really want to see. Yeah, definitely. I'd watch that again because that has the long. Well, see, Interstellar let me down a little bit. Yeah, Inception I loved, and that came out a good while ago. Now. I didn't get to see it in cinemas, so I would love to actually get to watch it on yeah. a big screen. You know, cool. get the get real, get that Inception sound <laughs> in the theater again. You know, that's a fun movie. I I really like that movie. Yeah, and uh, um, also we got some. Uh, oh, excuse me, VOD releases that oh, were yeah. announced. Mm-hmm. Oh, again. Belgian downhill is going to get released. Woohoo! That was the what was it? Will Farrell and um, Louise Julia Louis Dreyfus. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say her name correctly. Louise, <laughs> Louise. <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes, and it. Uh, I was a, getting to it. You Jeez, were. It cut me off. I was hey, about listen, to say that. You were getting there. I, yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, no, that was that movie with a really good trailer and a really cool premise that apparently. Is bombed not, critically and financially and financially yeah so, so they actually kind of have a, a scapegoat now yeah COVID-19 yeah, yeah COVID-19 yeah so downhill oh and the call of the wild the Disney movie yeah we, we seen like a what was it like it a it was like movie pics or some some website like some that some website reported it as a Disney movie Disney movie this was a Fox movie yeah that Disney just inherited when yeah, he bought them totally I think Disney do not want their name on that crap Disney lawyers are getting in touch with that website and being like hey hey asshole it's a Fox movie do your background work yeah it's a fucking Fox movie yeah. don't be putting my name on that bullshit so that's coming out as well. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go burn Songs of the South. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I need to go burn a few more copies of them. A few of them have turned up on video and I don't want them getting out again. That's probably the only way you can get it now, VHS. But, oh, man. I want to watch it so badly. Because <laughs> it's just... Says a lot about you. I know, but it's Disney movie and apparently it's so racist. It's so, no, I, I, yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be dedicated enough to watch the whole thing, but I, no. would, I wouldn't mind like investigating it in like 15 minutes to go, whoa. Wow, this is bad. This is a time capsule that you can't bury, motherfuckers. No, it's going to find its way out there. You cannot see, unsee this. It's yeah. like Birth of a Nation, you know? Yeah. That Ku Klux Klan black and white movie. I only... I've only really... I haven't watched any of it except for The Black Klansman that yeah. shows loads of it and then yeah. I was like whoa yeah. I knew of the movie me too I've seen maybe snippets in other movies but like tiny bits where they show a lot of it in Black Klansman where they do like a they do a screening of it yeah and in, in like, one of the, the clan meetings yeah and they're all watching it and laughing their asses off oh, it's, it's, like, it's such a horrible scene but yeah. it's a great scene as well because you know what the director made it and all like that totally. and what he's all about well, and then that's intercut with the old guy telling the story Yes, yeah, yeah the, the the black old dude that's yeah. telling a story about like horrible racism. Yeah, it kind of comes out of nowhere as well. It's like, oh, they're like, oh yeah, we're getting this speaker in today, and then you just you're with him for the whole story, and it's like Spike Lee. Yeah, Spike Lee's a great director. He is a great director. And and well, anyway, that that was our box office, really. Yeah, it. We we're afraid that it's gonna be somewhat the death of the cinematic experience. Yeah, we've kind of we were talking about this before, and this has got our minds kind of racing about the state of cinema in it's the only questions and no answers yeah 
Um, like it, it's kind of scary because we're we're thinking well, all these uh, cinemas closing down. Surely not all of them are going to survive this no. financially. Yeah. Some of them will have to will be forced. Any independent cinema, mm-hmm. well, not any of them, but I no. think a lot of them are going to get hit so hard they may go bankrupt. And I don't mean like yeah. Elton John bankrupt, where no. you're like you bought too many gold pairs of boots. Yeah. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Yeah. No. Or Michael Jackson filing for bankruptcy. Like you're gonna be fine. Yeah, okay. Or Fifty Cent filing for bankruptcy. Or any famous person, <laughs> any famous person filing person. for bankruptcy. I think these cinemas may close their doors forever. Forever. And even some of the big chains like AMC yeah. may have to downsize. They might be forced. Like imagine, right? So they're saying this could go on mm. for up to three months. You can imagine a big cinema chain making no money. I know it's probably owned by some big enterprise that has hands in other pies and all, but they're making no money when it comes to their cinema branches. It's insane. For three months, it could go up to. Like, cinema is an institution nowadays, especially. It's one of those things where it's like people go out to the cinema. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's always there. And there are a lot of cinemas that treat it as such, as if that if you're coming to the cinema, you're just going to come... You're going to pay whatever we fucking say for popcorn. Yeah. You're going to come in, pay for tickets. You're going to go see the movie. And then you're going to come it's out. just a norm. It's not yeah. a big deal. It's not an event. Not an event anymore. But this could essentially close those chains that treat the cinema as just this other institution or commodity yeah. and everything. And it may become more of a more of an event to actually go and see cinema My movies. My question about that, though, is if it becomes more of an event, yeah. I still think that means less people are going. Yeah. I know. Which means, what are the movie studios going to do? Are they going to feel confident enough to release something uh, digitally on a digital platform for eight? It's twenty dollars in America yeah. to rent some of these movies. Yeah. Like if you want to rent The Invisible Man right now, it's twenty dollars to rent it, not to buy. Yeah. To rent now, if you're just watching, if you're just a normal person mm. at home, you're in self isolation, and it's just you. Yeah. How are you going to like? in your head go okay $20 that's fair enough to rent a movie to watch on my TV screen also and not that we support this but when something comes out on digital it means online there is a very good copy of that movie yes exactly now I I pay for my cinema yeah but at the same time I know so many people that are like how long has it been out yeah they'll check it's been out four months Uh, there could be a good version but when it comes out on VOD yeah you're guaranteed there's guaranteed. a good version. There's a quality version online somewhere yeah. that you can find. Now, not supporting that behavior in any way, no. but I'm just saying, like, these, this is how people work. You know what I mean? Exactly. And also, I was saying to you, I compared mm. some prices on iTunes for us. Yeah. And it's 18 euro for us to rent The Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. But it's 17 euro for you to buy Bloodshot. Yeah. Like... At least, like, I know Bloodshot will get to the review. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it's not going to be very positive. No, 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 no. If you buy it, at least you own it. You might get some special features and totally. all like that. Where if you're renting a movie for 20, oh, well, it's 18 euro for here, yeah. $20 in America. If, if it's onward, I can kind of understand it because you might be sitting down with your family. There could be four of you. Yeah. So $20 to watch onward where it could cost you $40 for the whole family to go to cinema. Yeah. Not including transport and all the the food Amenities and everything and everything yeah. yeah it's just it's mad like do you remember like extra vision and chart busters uh, yeah yeah right. blockbusters blockbusters yeah like we used to used to go there and like you would never rent the movies that just came out you'd always rent whichever ones were like you get three for 
a tenner or whatever. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? oh yeah, big time. Yeah. And then you'd have like a sale where it's like two fifty. I used to love yeah. buying the movies that yeah. had been watched like to so their like second hand and yeah. it'd be like two euro or something like that I'd be yeah. yes yeah. I used to have The Last Action Hero and it was a it was a VHS that had been rented many times yeah. and he didn't even have the uh, original case for it oh. so it was so cheap it, yeah. at the time it was pounds yeah. and it was something like 150 to 2 pounds like it's nothing and I was like yes please and yeah. I was a kid and I watched that religiously <laughs> but it's mad like that now on VOD we're just going back to that and again they've kind of they've broken the seal you know you know, they're they're not virgins anymore they've broken the seal they're putting out movies past the th- what was it 30 days it's something like 90 days yeah it, I don't know the not exact figure days, but yeah. there's something like 70 to 90 days where it's a rule that the cinema's made up and it makes sense and everyone has to adhere by it yeah. if you're going to do a nationwide release if you're and doing it, a wide release yeah. if you're doing a limited release you can do kind of like a two-weeker mm-hmm. in cinemas and then it's out on VOD or whatever and normally uh, movies like you know The Irishman will do that just to get the Oscar the exactly. Oscar nom so you need a certain number so there's like rules and regulations when it comes to if you're eligible to be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. So you need like a certain amount of screens that has to be released in. Yeah. And supposedly Netflix lose money investing in getting different cinemas to release it. And I think they've gone as far as a month where mm-hmm. it's released in a cinema for a month before it's out on Netflix. Yeah. But their whole brand is a bit tarnished by that as well because the whole thing is like, hey, it's released on this day and you can watch it at home when it's released well I remember The Irishman coming out before and it's like oh reading all these reviews oh it's great amazing amazing it's like I'm not going to the cinema to watch that I'll yeah. watch it at home where I can watch an hour and a half of it turn it off come again an hour and a half it's of three it. and a half hours long three and a half hours long fuck's sake but like I'd have to monitor my liquid intake to go see that without having oh, to take Jesus. a piss. Yeah, that'd be bad. Honestly, yeah. I'd be dehydrated. And you walk out, spoiler alert, right as he shoots Jimmy Hoffa in the head. Oh, <laughs> you were like, yeah, oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> Been building up to that I'll the whole movie. I'll come back and go, hey, uh, where's Pacino? Where's Pacino? Where's he? My mate would just be like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. You had, to, you had to go, didn't you? You had to go at that time. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, that'd be you. That would be it. Yeah. Wouldn't it? And you'd sit down and go, where's Jimmy? Yeah, where's Jimmy? I fucking love Pacino on this. Oh, he's where is so he? good. Where, uh, where, where is he? Where is he gone? They what? wouldn't dare do it while I'm <laughs> taking a piss. We huh? wouldn't dare. <laughs> they wouldn't dare. So yeah, there's so many questions because now that they've broken that seal, yeah. now that they broke the, the cinematic rule, mm-hmm. that not, I think it's 70 to 90 days, something like that, they've... It kind of like... I guess those contracts are broken though if the cinema isn't open. Yeah, exactly. You know? But... The results that they get by that are mm-hmm. not the true numbers as well. So say Bloodshot makes a ton of money on VOD. They're like, oh, I know it's probably not going to make a ton yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah. But if it did, you're like, oh, brilliant. We'll just do that from now on. Yeah, but everyone's contained to their homes right now. Totally. So th- that doesn't work. So that, some of that is false. These next four months of movie data is just, it's almost unusable. It makes no sense. Yeah. So you're like, oh, that works. Oh, no, it, that didn't work. It's like when Vin Diesel makes a Fast and Furious and it makes a billion dollars. Yeah. You're like, that guy makes money. Yeah. He's a box office draw. Let's put him in Bloodshot or The Last Witch Hunter. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, how- but, yeah but that's in a very specific situation. He's a box office draw. But Vin Diesel equals a billion dollars no, in Fast and Furious. No, so in any other movie. No. People don't go cinema and buy stuff in coronavirus. Doesn't mean when there's no coronavirus, they won't go cinema. I know. See, that's the that's the Vin, Vin Diesel is the perfect analogy for everything. For I don't, everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything that doesn't make sense, we can give you a Vin Diesel analogy <laughs> yeah, that exactly. will explain it for yeah. you. Um, 
yeah, so we're kind of worried about what the state of cinemas are going to be. And sadly, there's only questions and no answers because, yeah. as you said, this data is kind of irrelevant. Yeah, it's like it's such an extreme th- and it's going to cause such problems. And you know? we know the studios take irrelevant information uh, and just throw it to everything else. Oh, that template work, yeah. worked once. Joker, we always say Ooh. Joker made a billion. Yeah, it was all right. It, Let's make uh, Birds of Prey R-rated. Birds of Prey R-rated. Yeah. It, does, it just barely passes 200 million. Did you even notice Birds of Prey is R-rated when you were watching it? Not really. Well, I did notice they were cursing a lot. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it, yeah. yeah. I think I say dirty words a lot. Yeah. But like, I don't know. That Hugh could've... McGregor uses a lot of bad language. He does. And I appreciate that. And I Me appreciate too. him. I appreciate him in that movie and again. I appreciate his suits. Yes. I appreciate how he looks in that movie. And I appreciate his entire performance. And, yeah. his, you know, it just it makes me sad, you know? Makes me sad. Anyway, will we move yeah. on to reviews? Because yes. we've been talking about it. Yeah, we have. We've been teasing you. By the way, like, subscribe. Check us out on Instagram. By Facebook. the way, well done. Thank well you. done for remembering because I never do. I know. I, it's, it's, I feel like it's my one job. You set everything <laughs> up. You do all the editing and everything. And my job is just to come in and say, check us out on Instagram and Facebook. And you, know. and you do it well. Thank you. Yeah, Thank so you. check us out. Uh, like yeah. and subscribe if you're yeah. watching this yeah. on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, please. Yeah. Comments, do all that fun stuff yes. that helps us. Recommend to a friend, especially for fuck's sake, guys. You know, I'm going to get real with you, audience members. Oh, okay? shit. I'm going to get real with you. You're all locked in your houses. Could you please just tell someone else to watch this? It would take nothing. Yes. Just cancel one of those yeah. masturbation sessions just for a cance- minute. Just cancel one and be like, hey, this podcast was really good. Check it out, you know? Please do. We really appreciate it. We really you know? would. And shout us out on Instagram. Yeah, Let us know what you yeah. think. Listen, I've been watching a lot of shite. While I've been locked in my We're house. We're not shite. What? <laughs> You're not selling this. I thought you were supposed to be good at this. Sorry, you told me you sorry, were good wait, at wait, this. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me go back. I've been watching a lot of quality content there while I've go. been locked in my house. I watched all of season two of Paradise PD. And Bloodshot. And Bloodshot. Yeah, exactly. So if there's ever a time to ingest some quality programming... And recommend it to a friend. We your guys. We're your guys, baby. And I think that's the thumbnail. That's got to be the that's thumbnail, like. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way you're always like, there's such a good one. And then my face is doing something weird. And then I'm always looking one. this way. I'm like, why am I looking at the wall when <laughs> you're making a good face? And then I'm probably sitting here like this at some stage when you're making <laughs> yeah. a good face. And but everything. my ego's like, I need, I need my face in it at least. Come on. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's speaking of egos, let's talk about Bloodshot. Oh my God, hey. uncontainable Thank egos. You. Yeah. So, not only have we watched the Bloodshot movie, you know, hit film of 2020, you know. We also did a little bit of research. We did. Pat the L back there, I will. Yeah, we, well, I only read volume one, which is like the first five issues of, of the Blo- Bloodshot comic yeah. book. Now, the 2012 reboot of it, yes, because yes. It's, it takes place in the 90s as well, obviously, but. Going off the modern one that the movie is more based on yeah. and everything. Yes, we. Uh, y- you read the first volume. I've read a lot of the Valiant Universe stuff, so I've become well-versed in it. Um, just so we could kind of talk about Bloodshot and try and maybe understand why it's not doing as well as it should. Yeah, and what where they went wrong. Yeah, is, is it a faulty brand, whereas the Valiant Universe doesn't have, like... The good int- enough storytelling or whatever, yeah, yeah, or a good enough story, or a good enough base to start a movie universe. Yeah, like what's the source material like that they're yeah, working with? Exactly. And uh, turns out it's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's just the movie that's the problem, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah, the entire movie, the entire movie, and everyone that made the movie. And you broke it down nicely into three different things that I think 
kind of sum up everything. Yeah, well, Sony made a movie. Yeah. And we should give a background that this is not just a movie. No. This is not just a franchise starter. This is a franchise and shared universe starter. Yeah, it's a whole thing. This is the Valiant Comics cinematic universe. This is the Iron Man. This is meant to be their Iron Man. Their Man of Steel, So Vin Diesel is Valiant's Robert Downey Jr. right now. Mm-hmm. And Sony, the guys who... Only recently thought, hey, we're going to take back Spider-Man from mm-hmm. Disney. Yeah. Guys, we've got this. They're, we've got this. We've got this. They're also the guys who are like, Venom made a lot of money. So Venom made 800 million. 800 million. So we know what we're doing now. So we know what we're doing. So hands off my Spider-Man. Hands off my Spider-Man, guys. This, this is who Sony are. Yeah. And they came fresh. This is a brand new commodity. Has yeah. never been on the screen before. Yeah. At least it's been on YouTube and we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. But not will. on the... On a cinematic screen, hasn't yeah. been on the silver screen yet. No. And Sony came along, and I, I based it, I broke it down to three categories where I think Sony made detrimental wrong moves. Yeah. So the first one is Big Vinny D himself. Big Vinny D. Now I know we hate on Vinny. Yeah, we do. We give him a hard time. But there's actual logic that goes into this as well. There's yeah. numbers to back up why. Vin Diesel shouldn't be actually the biggest number is 52 yeah yeah. Vin Diesel's 52 and this is the first movie of what is supposed to be at least five movies at least in a cinematic universe so say you do everything on time you know and you're pushing these movies out appropriately and say generally two years two years we'll give it two years even movie year and a half we'll say year and a half uh, if they're if they're fucking Marvel and they're on point year and a half so that's to put out five more movies after this. Yeah. Can't do that math. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Years. So seven and a half years. So Vin will be nearly 60 by the end of that. 60. Now Vin Diesel is not like Paul Rudd. No. Who doesn't age. He, or when he does age, he gets better. No. And now he has abs and he, he's Ant-Man. And for some reason, I'm more attracted to him than ever. For some reason, I want to drink his blood. Yeah. Because I, it'll make me feel good. It'll make him me Him and young. Margaret Robbie, I want to drink pints of their blood because there's some good... Good genes. The in elixir there. of youth is in there. <laughs> exactly. I would have said that about uh, Hugh Jackman as well, and yet we just saw that bad education trailer. Hugh, you're looking a little. Hugh, I hope that's makeup because you're looking, and I hate to use this word when referring to you, old. Old, yeah. Old. And old Logan looked younger. Old Logan looks... looks younger, yeah. Dude, you know what it is? Hugh Jackman has a shirt on, he has a suit on, and I can't see his physical form. Because that I, just balances it, it out. It balances it. Like, he's I, a young man. I see him, I see his body, and I'm like, oh, okay. He's the youngest man that ever lived. <laughs> no look old, at those abs. No old man can look like yeah. that. That's totally fine. Vin Diesel, though, he's a 52. Now, I will say, and I hate to say this, but like he's a hot 52. He is, for totally. Fi- for a 52-year-old. Like, he's looking good. For a 52-year-old. I would give him a mid-40s kind of guy. Totally, okay? yeah. Like, I could take him back... I can take him back seven years to 45. Is he looking movie star 52, though? I don't no, think he, he is. is not. Like, yeah. put it this way. He looks older than Brad Pitt. Yeah. And Brad Pitt's around 56 now, 57. Yeah. Brad Pitt is going to be 60 soon. Fuck Brad Pitt. Fuck I always Brad say, Pitt. I love Brad Pitt, but... All Man. men are not created equal. No, they really aren't. No one's created equal. <laughs> He's such an example of that. Yeah. But he- anyway... So what we're trying to say is Vin Diesel kind of looks his age to yeah. a degree. Like he looks like a hot 52. Totally. So when he's 60, I don't believe he's going to look like a hot 60 year old. No, 
No. He's going to look like a Vin Diesel 60-year-old. Not only that, he's not going to be an action star when he's 60. He doesn't have the sliced alone. He doesn't have the Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He really doesn't have it. If anything, he's, he's got, not taking the premium steroids. No, he is not. He's not. For some reason, no one's given him the premium steroids, probably because he says he doesn't need them. But I'd like, actually, you know what? I'd like to think he is taking the premium steroids. He just doesn't do the work. He just doesn't put the work in. He doesn't in. think that you have to do the work yeah. as well. He's just slam a cake into yeah. his mush then afterwards. <laughs> this you would know? be really no, bad. No, I took steroids. This would be really bad out of your friend the Vin Diesel like takes his work very seriously in the gym and everything he's trying his best and nah. everything to do it clean <laughs> nah he's shoveling cake into his mouth and he's like hey uh, could we get a writing session going for Mission Impossible <laughs> or not Mission Impossible for Fast and Furious 11 he's gonna be Mission Impossible he's gonna be he's Mission gonna invade Impossible. Mission Impossible yeah. movies I think Groot should have more lines in the Mission Impossible I franchise. I am hungry. I am hungry. But here, I have figures though, right? We've been really single about Vin Diesel because it's easy. It is easy. But at the same point, there's figures to back this up. The last time a movie studio tried to build a, an original franchise on Vin Diesel's fucking massive back. Yeah. They, they did The Last Witch Hunter. Yeah. And that bombed critically and financially and they're working on a sequel because Noah's not in his vocabulary. Yeah. But anyway... Yeah, they're working on a sequel to that, but The Witch Hunter bombed critically and financially. Mm -hmm. So history proves that when you don't make a Fast and Furious movie with Vin Diesel, by the way, Triple X bombed in America, Yeah, but Donnie Yen was in it and they really marketed it, marketed it hard to China and it worked out. Totally. But it actually bombed really hard in America. Again, Triple X, like the most American extreme franchise or whatever. DVD, his... Xander Cage's massive return. Yeah, his bread and butter. It's literally called the return of Xander Cage. Yeah, like, exactly. Then, yeah. okay, what other uh, franchise? Riddick. Riddick. Last Riddick made like no money. Yeah. It cost 38 million to make it and it made 98 million. Vin Diesel had, he actually had to explain why they were making it a sequel. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, it's because the DVD sales were great because it came out in 2013. So I guess people were buying hard copies back then. I guess. And uh, he was like, oh, DVD sales were great. So he mm -hmm. had to actually uh, back up why they were making a sequel. I will say the cover of Riddick does look pretty cool. <laughs> it does look cool. I, Riddick looks cool. Yeah, he does. And he's kind of the, the character that I'm like, Vin Diesel, okay. Yeah, I get that. Vin Diesel playing Riddick, that makes oh, sense. Sure. Yeah, why not? But even the last Riddick didn't make that much money. No. So, if it's not Fast and Furious, yeah. Vin Diesel added to your project doesn't equal money. No. Also, we should say that Fast and Furious, I think Universal have copped onto this. Mm. That's why The Rock's been in Fast and Furious, Charlize Theron, yeah. um, Jason Statham, Helen Mirren yeah. has been in it, Russell Crowe's in it. Mm -hmm. Like, they're really building this big star-studded uh, team around yeah, him. totally. Even Michelle Rodriguez. Like, I know. She's and a star. Tyrese Gibson, biggest star in the world. Wait, who? He's the. He's not ludicrous. He's the other. He's the. He was the. He was in the one of the oh, first ones. It's the guy who's jealous of the Rock. Jealous of the Rock. That's it. That's yeah. it. The guy who tries to sing all the time. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, him. I know him. Yeah. Yeah. His name's good. Tyrese Gibson. Isn't yeah. It? His character's name Roman. I think. Roman he, Forehead. He, I think that's the second. Roman Forehead. He's the one who's scared all the time. You of know? The Rock. Yeah, he's scared of The Rock beating him up. Exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. He oh, yeah, I do. I, I know you're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He's, he's a few steps away. He's you done know? like a movie or two. Just one or two. One or two. Other yeah, than yeah. Fast and Furious. He's in like Transformers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he's like... Oh, he's the bald black guy in Transformers. He's the other soldier <laughs> in the, the other one. There's the main soldier guy. Josh Duhamel or something like that? Yeah, Duchamel or something. Something like that. Yeah. Good-looking bloke. He's a good-looking guy. He, and I, then... He's always, got... he's always in it, and I'm like, 
why is Megan Fox with Shia LaBeouf when sexy Marine Josh Duchamel is walking around the place like this? Like, why is she not, like, I guess she's in high school, And then the forehead that follows him around. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, he. I think he plays the same character in the Transformers as well. He's like a Marine, but he's also kind of like... A guy who tries to sing. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, what are we doing here? Why, it's weird how he's why afraid am I of doing the, this? Yeah, he's afraid of The Rock in Transformers as well. He's afraid of The Rock, yeah. He thinks The Rock is all those robots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they, they told him, they were like, we need someone big, you know, to play the yeah. robots. They're going to be CGI. And he's like, fuck, they're going to get The Rock in. And The Rock's like, you shut the fuck up. And he's like, okay, sir. Okay, and he goes sir. back to his trailer and he's he tweets about like a he's hard like, guy. I get paid more than The Rock. Yeah, yeah, the Rock is the a rock. pussy. Yeah. I see him eating cake all the time. I'll walk out if yeah. if, if Universal, Universal brings The Rock back. I'm, I'm out the door. I'm out the door. And Universal's the, like, okay. The rock, and he's like, oh, I take all that back. <laughs> the, delete, rock, delete, delete. the Rock couldn't make a successful Fast and Furious movie even if he tried. Oh, but then Hobbs and Shaw. The Rock. Oh, yeah. And The Rock yeah. can't even sing. And then Mo. Moana. Moana comes oh, out. Damn it. He's, He's like, got a better forehead. Damn you, Rock. <laughs> Rocky. Rock. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Uh, is fat and doesn't make money. No, yeah. But basically, all any franchise that you try and build on Vin Diesel's back doesn't work. It doesn't work. And also, every franchise you try and build on his back is reliant on the fact that it's Vin Diesel. And it's Fast and Furious. Yes, exactly. It has to be Fast and if Furious. If it's not Fast and Furious... It doesn't make money. And that's just yeah. cinematic history right yeah. there. So I think they shouldn't have hired Vin Diesel. No, that was a long time. That was a long time. I'll way. jump through the other points. Well, uh, no, but it, I actually want to make a point about even him playing the character of Bloodshot. Like, he is a bad choice to play is. a superhero because he is Vin Diesel. Like, he is Vin. He is Vin. It's almost like I would make the same point with mm. Tom Cruise coming in for the mummy. Exactly. And I love Tom Cruise. Me too. But it became. The Tom Cruise show. Totally. And if you read about the behind the scenes antics of that, it was totally the Tom Cruise show. And it's always going to be the Tom Cruise show. If he comes in, he's going to have a heavy handed approach creatively. Yeah. And that's just how it works. And I love Tom Cruise, but he wasn't right for that movie. He's not right for that movie. Not for a shared universe as well. No. She's actually like, it really is a good analogy. Like it's a good... it's it, yeah, it's a good comparison. Comparison, definitely, because it's Universal and Sony trying to build franchises, and it just doesn't I'm, work. I'm getting hot, angry here. I'm gonna okay. turn off the heater. Okay, nice. That's a good idea. Um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, The Rock. But uh, well, yeah, you're, you're saying it. He's just bad for the role as he's well. He's bad for a character. It's the Vin Diesel show. Robert, Dan- people would be. And I can see the argument where people are like, well, Robert Downey Jr. is basically Tony Stark. No, the two happen to be similar. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. And then Robert Downey Jr.'s characterization basically turned into himself as the movies went on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And also, he's a very good actor. He was in Chaplin and everything like this. It was the perfect casting. It's the perfect it, casting. It, that casting was so perfect, it yeah. was kind of lucky as well. Like, yeah. I think some some casting, like Chris Evans as Captain America, Captain America. by, by uh, the second Captain America, you're like... He is so perfect He's for so this perfect. role. Like, there's no yeah. questions. Casting directors should be getting Oscars, honestly, especially when it comes to the MCU. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, Robert Downey Jr. And the Razzie Awards for the person at Ka- Sony that said Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel would make a good bloodshot. But, well, or Jared Leto making a good bloodshot. So, how do we... So, Jared Leto was the original bloodshot. He was signed on to do it. This movie has been in talks since 2012. Because I know when you think of Vin Diesel, you're like, well... Who's similar to Vin Diesel? Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Well, actually, no, it went the other way. It yeah. reverse Oh, yeah, that. it started with Jared Leto. So, like, wait, if we can't get Jared Leto, it's definitely going to be Vin Diesel. It's got to be Vin Diesel. Obviously. Won't, obviously, that makes sense. You know, action star. But he's just a bad choice. You can't build a franchise off Vin Diesel because it is so reliant on him being Vin Diesel. It's not... When you watch... 
bloodshot, you don't think there's bloodshot. There's Vin Diesel. You there's know what I mean? Vin, there's Dom. There's Dom. And by the way, he's in a wife beater. Yeah. Five minutes into it, he fucking dresses the same. Like that. That that killed me. That really annoyed me because I was like, uh, I'm already thinking it's the Vin yeah. Diesel show, and I think that's a really good point you're making. Yeah, like he is such a larger than life personality. Yeah. That you're like, oh, it's now the Vin Diesel movie. Especially if you're not going to go the route of making him look like he is in the comics. I know. I know. I'm kind of a stickler for this, and it's kind. And sometimes it doesn't work. And I was kind of going against yeah. you, and then we looked at some other yeah. material yeah. where Valiant Comics actually made their own yeah uh, web series. Yeah, I don't know. Shot. I don't know. Bat in the Sun. They do these kind of like. They put a lot of money and effort into doing web fights where they'll have like Wolverine fight Batman or something, and they'll put almost a, like rogue kind of yeah, just, material. You're just like, kind of like the they're just kind of doing their own thing. But they did a web series, and it was a Valiant Comics web series. And so Valiant Comics were it was Valiant Entertainment. Or whatever. Valiant Entertainment. Were so involved. they were like fully involved in yeah. this. Yeah, and Jason David Franks. Oh, that guy. Yeah, you know Jason David Franks. Of course, I know that guy. Of course, no need to explain who he is. The Green Ranger from Power Rangers. Are just the original Green the Ranger original slash White Tommy, Ranger. Tommy. Tommy. Tommy from Power Rangers. You know. Ooh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> Tommy Biden. Yeah. He's playing, playing the, the sword. Yeah, yeah. With the steel mask. Oh, that yeah. That never made sense, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then he summons the sword, obviously. Yeah. But he played Bloodshot in it, and, you know, you're like, oh, so they went for the comic accurate route, and you're like, man, how can that work? White body, red spot, red eyes. You know, it can't look good. And then... You're going to see it on screen. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. you'll see it now. And if you're not watching on YouTube, just Google it. Yeah. Just even... Uh, if you just Google Green Ranger Bloodshot... Yeah. I Now, I, I thought... You were When skeptic. you told me about this, I was yeah. like, the fucking Green Ranger... Is he not in prison? Is he not on crack? <laughs> and then I seen this image and I was yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's perfection. Now, at the same time, let's go from a big name like Vin Diesel to like who? Yeah, exactly. Jason David Franks. I do bloodshot. understand that. But Mark Wahlberg is the perfect yeah, middleman. We, we also saw Mark Wahlberg there, and I know he's older, but at the same time... But he's younger than Vin Diesel, though. He's younger than Vin Diesel. I think everyone is younger than Vin Diesel. <laughs> Me too. After watching Bloodshot, I'm convinced yeah. everyone's younger. He's also... Uh, I think if you convinced him to not be Mark Wahlberg in it, like... Yeah, you yeah, know, 100%. Yeah, and, I know what you mean. And uh, again, you'd have to kind of... There needs to be a willingness because Bloodshot in the comics, now that we've spoken about it, read, he's this all-American figure. And I can't think of anyone who tries to represent himself as more all-American than Mark Wahlberg. He owns a burger restaurant. He's into fitness and everything, you know? Hey, Bloodshot's going to be from Boston now. He prays. Yeah, Bloodshot's from Boston. <laughs> whatever. But, like, if you're doing those flashback things that they kind of do in the movie, but not very well, where it's like, oh, it's... You know, he's thinking about his family and everything. You could see Mark Wahlberg with the white picket fence, you know, and the Krillin burgers yep. and his wife's there and totally, everything. Totally, totally. And then cut back to him and you have him in the full makeup and he's just this monster. Yep. Like, that's another criticism I have of the movie. They don't go for the body horror aspect of Bloodshot. And that's kind of, you've read the comics now. Oh, it's excellent how yeah. he just sees himself as this good look. He looks like Chris Evans. Yeah. He actually yeah. looks like Chris Evans playing Captain America. This all-American. There's the white picket fence. He's got the beautiful family. He, and then you just see him as this, like, pale, gaunt-looking kind yeah. of dude. Ripped at the same ripped, time, actually. Yeah, totally ripped, yeah. But a bit of a monster look yeah. about him. That's the thing. He looks like a monster. And I think they lose out in that in the movie. Yeah, and also, the guy is always topless. Well, yeah. a lot of times he's topless. And Vin Diesel can't go topless. Can't go topless. He's got yeah. the hard soft body. Yeah, exactly. So he can't go topless. But I really think your your example is good because I just go straight to the numbers. Yeah. But it is the Vin Diesel show as well. Yeah. He is just a larger than life 
yeah. person. And also the directors were going to be the original team that did John Wick. I know. David Leach and the other guy. The other dude. Yeah. And it actually went. Oh, I'll find out their names actually. Cause it, it should be there. It is here. Chad Stahelski. Yes. Chad and David Leach. David Leach. Yeah. They were originally going to direct it. The, Imagine that the, the fighting scenes would be so much, so much better. better. It'd be so well choreographed. Also, Bloodshot in the comics is a soldier and he's not really like he's kind of a brawler and he favors guns in this yeah. Vin Diesel picks up like five guns in this movie you know he does weights in the movie yeah and it's just massaging that ego he just massages massage punches ego. the pillar and it all oh. cracks and I love everything. how he go. so he's like okay this is not really a spoiler this no. is just at the start yeah and he's kind of just investigating his own powers yeah and he hits a punch bag of course his fist goes through the punch bag yeah. so what's the next step punch a pillar punch a pillar punch a pillar yeah. like, like Okay, like he doesn't feel pain. I thought he does feel pain. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, goes straight to a pillar, nearly knocks down a whole place. Again, Bloodshot in the comics feels pain. That's kind of a, a neat thing. That, yeah, like, exactly. He doesn't necessarily want to get shot. Yeah. Vin Diesel's punching the shit out of a pillar. Yeah. He's just, and also, like, they. The structural integrity of the place, like, is being yeah. tested by him. Uh, the movie tricks you as well into thinking they're going to do something smart with it, where, like, they have the they great do. they have the great scene you probably saw in the trailers. It's in red light, and they kind of go a bit more gory on it, and it's like, oh, they can do that because it's red light. But, like, this movie should be an R rated movie. It really should be. The comic is such an R rated comic book. Yeah, and it's kind of fucked up, and the story in the comic is. Ten times more interesting than what they present in the Way more movie. interesting. Let's go, right, so... You Vin had Diesel another point. One. Vin I Diesel's had three, point one, right? yeah. Vin Diesel's point one. That was the biggest mistake I think yeah. Sony made. The second one was the writer, yeah. which was Jeff Wadlow. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mean to, to, like, just pick on the guy. Yeah, but you... But let's just look at his history. Let's let, just, yeah. you know, because, of course, like, okay, you're going to bring in Jeff Wadlow. He's going to work in your screenplay. Oh, what, what else did he write? What's the good material? Yeah. Like, what's his CV look like? Yeah, exactly. Why should we give him the job? Okay, so, oh, he's the guy who ruined Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass 2, yeah, not... Uh... He wrote and directed Kick-Ass 2, took all the good elements and thought, okay, Kick-Ass is just about uh, bad language and gory action. Nothing to do with character development. No, no, we're gonna and we're going to throw away most of the characters you liked from the first one as well. So he wrote and directed Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. He wrote and directed True Memoirs, Memoirs of, of an, an inter- international assassin. That's zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, oh fucking okay. hell! So that's two bad movies. He wrote and directed Truth or Dare. That's less than twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. And then he wrote recently and directed Fantasy Island. That's on less than twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Bloodshot is also funny enough on just above twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty seven percent. I it believe twenty nine percent. Twenty nine percent. And also TBA, by the way, one of his other filmographies, he's going to be doing Masters of the Universe, which is a He Man, and I can't imagine that that's going to turn out well. Well, at least he's only writing it and not yeah. directing it, so maybe someone will come in with an actual head screwed onto their shoulders. Yeah. But I just I don't understand. So first of all, they're like Vin Diesel. If you mm-hmm. go through his history, yeah, he's not going to make you money. No, he's not actually a franchise starter. I no. know it makes no sense when you see Fast and Furious and a billion dollars. Yeah, it's not. He's also surrounded by other stars as well. Yeah, Strike One. Then let's get a guy who only writes bad movies. Like he's known for writing bad movies. Yeah, his. Um, so Truth or Dare made a lot of money because it cost five million to make. Yeah, that's the only reason it makes money. And it made a hundred million. Yeah, and again, it, like, no offense, but if you want to make money, you go to a horror film. You know, we always comment on that and everything. So and it's but, a Blumhouse special, and it is literally made by Blumhouse. Yeah, uh, and that that's the thing. Like, you can't you can't even judge someone's writing credits for a, a movie like that because it's like, yeah, that movie was successful because horror movies are successful. Yeah. 
You know, that's just how it exactly. works. It's and he also directed it as well. And like yeah. the, that got slated. Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't understand. No, I don't understand. I don't like, understand. So let's get a guy who's not going to make us money. Yeah. It's going to be the Vin Diesel show. Yeah. And this is, again, a franchise and shared universe starter. These yeah. are the foundations. So this guy is writing mm-hmm. the foundations. It's almost like when you get Zack Schneider to be the godfather, the, the entire world builder of the, of the DCEU. But it, here's the thing, at least there he had a vision for it. I don't think this it, guy has a vision. No, the, also the director, this is his feature debut. Yeah. like He it, never directed a movie. And that's not even one of the strikes. He did Love, Death and Robots. He did one episode of Love, Death and Robots. Well, that, and all those episodes are pretty cool, yeah. so I'll give him that. But that's yeah. a short animated movie. But here's the thing, you have that sequence in red and you're like, oh, I understand. He did Love, Death and Robots. He probably had a vision for that sequence and yeah. I totally understand it. And then I'll just do Strike Tree. Yeah. Don't be touching your sorry, microphone Sorry, I touched there. it so much. I uh, apologize. Sorry, I don't mean to be a dick. No, it's okay. Just thinking of the listeners. That's oh, all. Oh, yeah, I appreciate I apologize, <laughs> listeners, directly to you. You'll receive a written apology from me at some stage over the next... Never. And that's strike one for you. Oh, shit. No, but shit. Strike Tree, right, for Sony. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> strike Tree mm-hmm. is, he gave the movie 45 million. Yeah. And now, okay, 45 million, that's that's a good bit of money, sure. But if you watch the movie. Yeah. Especially the third act. Yeah. The action, the CGI is like watching, it's like watching Crash Bandicoot. It's really fucking bad. It's really bad. And whenever it's CGI, instantly noticeable. And it takes you out so quickly. It's oh, not even done intelligently. It separates you for the, ho- the, the entire movie. The last action sequence yeah. is so CGI heavy. And what's the hardest thing to do in CGI? Recreate a human being. Recreate a human being. Let's do three of them. Three of them. Three Fully of them in one CGI fight. Fully CGI characters. Let's give them 45 million. And let's make one of them have no legs and robot arms. That's... I, you've seen it in the trailer, by the way. That's yeah, yeah. not even a spoiler. No, it's just so, a character. Um, how much did Dread cost to make? Oh, Dread cost around 50 million, I want to say. 50 million. Okay, so I was going to say, you can do a bloodshot... I would consider Dread to be kind of a bloodshot style RPG. Something like that, where it's, it's saying forty-five million here. Forty-five million. Okay, okay. so it, you could make a bloodshot movie in the vein of Dread. You yes. know what I mean? And you can see how Dread stripped it all back. Yeah, it was a lot of hand-to-hand. The coolest slow motion things. Yeah, was probably where all the budget was spent. All the budget was spent. And Even it was this worth motorcycle it. just looks like a motorcycle with a little bit of plastic on it. Yeah, exactly. But who cares about that? Yeah, it's the film. It's the storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's all so good. And like. I don't understand why they're going for this, like, 12A. Like, I don't understand why the rewrites were made and they he watered down the elements from Bloodshot that make it interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, when you read the comic, you're like, oh, these are interesting elements. I could oh, I could see them being working really well in a movie. And then they're just watered down into this, into nothing. Like, I w- Toby Kebbell is a shining point in this movie. So, oh, we have to make sure we say this that. This is like a Toby... Kevil appreciation podcast we yeah. love him and yeah. he's never he's not in much no but he's fucking great Kobe is probably his best performance yeah which is strange in oh Planet no or, other than the Black Mirror episode he's in as well oh actually yeah that yeah. is but I love him as Kobe yeah Kobe's really good the entire history of you is the Black Panther episode also whenever you see him you're like oh yeah I can see Kobe there because he has so much teeth and yeah. he can pull his lips back and everything also get this like so Toby Kebbell yeah. is like the shining star of the whole movie yeah. and if you watch the trailer you see you already know yeah. his full story. Yeah, you know what happens to him. So you in know. the trailer. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that was the first trailer. I want to say first as trailer. Well. Yeah, and like, I just, I just, they, they even go convoluted. Like they dilute some of the cooler elements of the comic, and then they needlessly complicate some of the simpler elements that yeah. 
they try and include in it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And I don't understand why the... I Sorry, let me rephrase. I do understand why they're trying to do the Marvel thing. But I think if they did an R-rated superhero universe, you know what I mean? Where they're yeah. like, this entire universe is going to be R-rated, going to be heavy action, heavy gore. It's a mature universe. You Something know different. I mean? It's different. And that is more... Imagine promoting that, being like, we're going to do yeah. a whole universe. It's going to be R-rated stuff. It's going to be super heavy violence and everything. It's what you love about Deadpool brought into this. It's going to be the modern world. Like, that is... Valiant's whole thing is they try and take people you wouldn't expect to be superheroes and make them superheroes. And also, it's modern day, so they move with the times. You yeah. know what I mean? And what would be more appropriate of doing a superhero franchise? You could start your own R-rated like mature superhero franchise and therefore you separate yourselves from Marvel you're doing your own thing and you can tell stories that Marvel can never tell totally totally like that gives people something different yeah because that marketplace is mm. full yeah between Marvel and just Aquaman's pecs yeah that's it's, full it's full it's full there's no more yeah. room Hellboy tried to slip in there couldn't do it well they tried they did the R-rated thing but it oh, did yeah. terribly did it, really it was bad. just it was, it was, that was just absolute trash and yeah. this movie is too yeah. it just takes all that good material that they yeah. have to work with and gives it to Vin Diesel yeah put it this way in, in a web series where the Green Ranger plays Bloodshot I showed you a clip from it and you were like that has Equally good, if not better, CGI and cool moments than anything in the Bloodshot. It was probably made for like ten dollars. Yeah, it was made for nothing. It was a passion project, you know. That the way. Guy, he's like, they painted him white. They probably did his eyes in post, and they slicked back his hair and kind of shaved the sides, and he looks. And give him a t-shirt with a bit of red on it. Yeah, and he looks twenty times better than Vin Diesel than playing Vin the character Diesel. because Vin Diesel's playing Vin Diesel playing. Yeah, Bloodshot. You playing know, Bloodshot. Like, he walks around and stuff. Vin Diesel would wear. You know, he acts like Vin Diesel. Also, Bloodshot in the comics is kind of... He has fun with it. Like, a lot yeah. of crazy shit happens to him, but for some reason, he's kind of humorous How he's when he's getting his memories back and everyone's kind of afraid of him. He's like, ah, I don't really know what to do here. Whereas Vin Diesel's what? I'm a badass. I've been a badass my whole life and I'm going to keep being a badass, badass till the day I die. I'm just waiting for him to put the, the cross, the massive yeah. cross around his neck. The thing that's slowly giving him spontaneity because like, he's, he's so large. <laughs> he's like, who am I? And then he opens a lockbox and it like it's meant to have his identity in it and he just pulls yes. out. And, it and goes, then... F- 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 Family. Family. And then he looks C- at the camera. C- C- Corona. <laughs> he looks at the camera and it just credits. Bloodshot will be back. Oh, Bloodshot returns. In Fast and Furious 9. Anyway, so that's our review of Bloodshot. Check out the comic book. It's really good. Comic book's 10 times better. It will piss you off at the movie because I watched yeah. the movie first and I, I text you going I know when I start reading this comic it's going to make me angrier at the yeah. movie yeah and also check out Jason David Franks' Bloodshot it's it's so good yeah. it's so good yeah. he's not on crack it's yeah. so good yeah it's great and he looks good it's, he looks buffer than Vin Diesel he, <laughs> he does he, he does he looks he's he in better shape and also he's just not puffed out no he, he's, he's not slamming a cake and taking steroids Frank Grillo 
You could do a bloodshot. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And a guy who's like in his 50s, but doesn't look like he's in his 50s. Yeah. And you can see his face. He can do. I was just about to say Jason Allen. Jason David Franks has a thing where he's a stunt man on top of it. So he, you can see yeah, his face yeah. as he's doing and it. And Frank Grillo has all the mixed martial arts training. Yeah. He does a lot of his own fighting yeah. and stunts. Also, Frank Grillo, I would even say Frank Grillo looks kind of like a good looking 50 year old. Yeah. But I think in 10 years, he's going to look like a good looking 50 year old. Yeah. I know what you mean. He's yeah. going to continuously be at the same age. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Frank Grillo would be our fan cast. I'm, I'm so on board with yeah, that. Yeah. Give him a call. Give him a call. Get and Frankie also, boy on the, he could totally the do the slick back hair look and he everything. He kind of does that anyway. He does it anyway. The black hair, the jet yep. black hair. Anyway, let, let's move on. We watched two Bond films and we have to review them in less than 35 minutes. <laughs> Good luck. These are the last two Pierce Brosnan films and we have both said that these have been surprisingly good so far. So we have The World Is Not Enough mm-hmm. and The World Is Not Enough pleasantly surprised me. Me too. Now, I don't think it's the best Bond movie ever made. No. But f- We've we talked about this in the last podcast, and I think it needs to be reiterated. We knew where it began with yeah. Pierce Brosnan. We're like, Goldeneye mm-hmm. is like the tippity top. That's one of the best James Bond movies Highest of highs. Yeah. And then we knew it ended with uh, Dying Another Day. Yeah. So, like, it's just, there's just such a huge gap in between. So, I expect it to be these massive steps down no. gradually. To, we went from, literally, from the top to the bottom. Yeah. But really, they're much smaller steps when it comes down... To quality like it just reduces a bit yeah and then reduces a bit again yeah and then it falls off the yeah, cliff it, yeah it plummets like now the world is not enough well it, it nearly falls off the cliff but then he hand glides but we're not there yet we're on the world is not enough and you know what it's a good movie i actually i'm gonna pull up my text to you because i think i pretty comprehensively explain my problems with it and i wrote some notes as well yeah uh I watched these back to back. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan's first boat chase. Yeah. And also his first ski chase. Yeah. Oh, it's great. And the That sk- box has to be ticked if you want to be officially Bond. Yeah, it is. You got to do a ski chase. You got to do uh, a... ski chase and a boat chase. A boat chase. And his boat chase is great. And even when Bet he... My favourite part in the movie, and when I will he, say. And when he injures himself afterwards, it's also pretty great. We get to see him as an actual mortal human being. He's injured and he fucks his doctor as of well. Of course he does. And then Moneypenny's pissed where she's oh, like... Oh, she's yeah. not happy. She... Yeah. She calls her a slut with her eyes. Basically. She's like, you whore. You whore. No, she's not even that. She's like, I don't even care you had sex with him. You're putting the man I love. What did I just say that? At risk. <laughs> At risk, At yeah. risk. Because of you, because you're just, you got to get inside his pants, basically. And you had the audacity to compliment him on his stamina. Yeah. In your medical report. In your medical report. How fucking dare you. Um, Brosnan, again, even in Die Another Day and the world is not enough, he's pretty strong as Bonds. Like, I very likable. I am so sold. Yeah. Uh, every time. Yeah. So, oh, it, we should just say the boat chase. Yeah. The clampers getting soaked. Yeah. Is so so funny. It I is. love that scene. Yeah. It actually is acted so well because the way. Oh, we see he's he's in the boat. He's in the boat. There's yeah. loads of scenes All where he's time. actually putting his hair back and he's it like, keeps hitting him. Yeah. The water hits him in the face. You're like, Bond, you sexy man. Yeah, I know. It's literally steaming because he's so hot. A three piece suit and he's in the boat and and oh, the tie fix just as the tie on the water. Flashbacks of the tank scene, the yeah. golden eye. Yeah, I love it. Um, we, it's finally we have a female villain who's actually responsible for everything you know what I mean yes. with Electric King 
she's a love interest to Bond, and then you find out she's manipulating everything. She's a foxy lady. She's very foxy. I really enjoy her performance. She's very foxy. Do you know, there's something actually so amazing about seeing this super hot, elegant woman wearing like this ball gown, mm. and she's mega evil at the same yeah. time because there's these mixtures and I don't know my mind's like but I want to love her and have sex with her yeah. but she'll kill me yeah you, it, it's but unlike am I gonna die I think I am <laughs> but unlike Famke Jensen my dick's just pulling me you know I'm like my dick's pulling me one way yeah but unlike Famke Jensen it's like oh man she's just gonna murder me she's like she's gonna manipulate me and do everything but I'm kind of on board with it I guess and even Bond struggles guess with guess I gotta it. die guess I gotta die Um. so yeah she was pretty cool and we haven't seen like a proper female mastermind since from Russia with love. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah true. But at the same time, her kind of bona fide goon slash you think that the main, the main bad villain, guy Reynard. is kind of a bit of a letdown. They kind of amp him up as like this guy can't feel pain. He's got a bullet slowly killing him. It doesn't even make sense though what they're saying because they're no. like right. So there's a bullet that's going through his brain, and because of that, his like nervous system doesn't work anymore. They, so he can't feel pain. But they're like he's stronger and go longer. I'm like. Well, well, Why? well, his yeah. body was still shut down. He'll, yeah. he'll still get tired. He just won't feel the lactic acid yeah. filling up his muscles. He won't be he, he won't feel the pain, but he's still going to get weaker. Like, that makes no. He's not stronger because he doesn't feel pain. They literally say the line, "He will get stronger and stronger until the day he dies," and it's like that makes absolutely no sense. Because okay, you don't feel pain, yeah. sure, but yeah. how does that make him stronger? How does it it make, doesn't. I don't. I get he can push past limits. Yeah. yeah, but his body's still going to gradually shut down. Like, if yeah. you punch him in the head, he could yeah. be knocked out. And you know, and they're like, he feels nothing as well, except for a lecture, we find out, which mm -hmm. is interesting. I, yeah, I, I was yeah. a bit like, that's convenient. But like, they don't even really push but it. She'd give a man of stone a boner. Like, that's true. That says a lot about her powers, that a man who feels nothing has fallen deeply in love with her. Deeply in love with her. But um, they don't even push like his ability to push past pain you know what I mean like he does the hot rock thing with the guy but yeah. they don't really go any further with it also I'm like but you're burned still yeah your, your exactly skin, your skin's not leather I, I, and you don't see his hand because I kind of wanted to see his hand I was like, like we, glow yeah I wanted to see his hand just completely scalded and he's just kind of staring at it and maybe he wraps it up for the rest of it but like that's it because you're still he's a normal you're guy you're not impenetrable no he's a normal guy he's just a bit tougher if you get shot in the arm you don't feel the pain but your arm's gonna shut down like yeah. I, I didn't understand that um, and the Russian guy Hagrid the guy who plays Hagrid he, he he's in this movie he's great I really like him me too and he dies and it's kind of like it's kind of a nice moment it, it was trying to pull up my heartstrings and I was like, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Pull away. Pull it away. worked. Yeah, yeah. I was happy with it. His final moment of defiance, you yeah. think he's going to shoot Bond because Bond's always wrecking his books. Yeah, yeah. And he, Bond nearly lets him drown yeah. in this same movie, but he, there's still that respect. Yeah. You know, like the M respect. Mm -hmm. You're like, exactly. okay, okay, we're going to argue, but you're good at your job. Yeah. And uh, he, he saves Bond he also has from a, the sexy torture chair. Yeah. Which is, by the way, that is an, a, a tough scene to figure out how I'm feeling about it. I am convinced yeah. that it's like Max bike in It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Because when she pulls a lever, I just feel like there's also a dildo going up his backside. Yeah. Do you get that? It looks like some sex torture chair. Have you ever seen... Born after reading? Yes, I have. It looks like a chair that George Clooney makes in his basement. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to get the line he says when he walks in the room. 
He's like, I'm looking for my friend. He's driving. A, he's like, it's big and black and or whatever he says when he comes in the room. It's I so good. I don't recall. The BMW. Oh. We got a cool sport, sporty BMW. We yeah. got away with the, the, the like family station yeah. wagon that we yeah. got to see in, the, we did. I will, in Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. The ski chase is a bit disappointing. For some reason, they're in these... Like snowmobiles, you snow, call them, but they or never, sleds. They or? never actually sled in them, really. They're just coming down yeah. on, uh, with parachutes. There is a cool scene though where he jumps mm. and cuts the parachute that with is his good. with his the blades of it, his skis. Yeah, but yeah, other than or that, just his skis. I guess they're not. Blades. It's a bit weak. I'm like, I'm kind of struggling to understand what's happening in it. Um, Christmas Jones, Denise. What a name! Denise Richards is very attractive. Very attractive. But she belongs in an episode of Baywatch. Like, yeah, it's she. <laughs> she spends every second line reminding you that she has a degree. But she does it in a Ron Burgundy style, where she's yeah. like, "I've got a degree. I've got a degree. I am intelligent." San Diego. What is she supposed to be? A nuclear physicist. Nuclear phys- physicist. It's like, what do I need to disarm the bomb? You need me with you because I'm a nuclear physicist. I studied for years and just because I'm sexy doesn't mean I'm not a nuclear yeah. physicist. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay. And she literally waddles over in a Laura Croft uniform. <sighs> Jesus. I, I, I mean, like, I would I would die for it. I, I do would lo- literally... I, I do love the Russian guy who's like, she's a lesbian. I've already tried yeah, to get in the there. Ugliest looking dude. guy. Like, he looks like I, a... Fu- I've offered this. I've offered the old, yeah. the old vitamin D and she wants none of it so she's yeah. clearly gay. Yeah. And they even call back to the classic joke of Bond having sex with the girl. Like, and they're... Where's Bond? What's he doing? You know, and it's like, oh Jesus, we're back to this. The best one-liner ever. Yeah. Right at the end, mm. he's having sex with her. Yeah. I thought Christmas only came once a year. <laughs> oh, Bond, you sexy man! <laughs> what I love about that is not only is it absolutely hilarious, yeah, but also it's a hilarious wordplay. About him being great at sex because yeah, he like, just multiple orgasmed all night long. I am the sex king. He's also so charming when he meets her. Yeah. She goes, "My name is Doctor Christmas Jones, and don't tell me any jokes because I've heard them all." And he's like, "I don't know any doctor jokes." Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> where in his head he's like, "You know, I'll come down your chimney, or yeah. it'll be a white Christmas, at, or you know." At some stage, she does make a Christmas joke. She goes, "Is that a Christmas joke?" And he's like, "I can't even remember what he says." No, he's just charming. But in his head, you know. He's just going through all these jokes, you he know. Doesn't like, even need he doesn't even need to swing out of my pole. but yeah. he's like, "No, the best line is to say, yeah. I don't know any doctor jokes.'" Yeah. And you know, right away, there's waves crashing in her she, pants. She, she's, you can almost tell that she's begrudgingly smiling. She's like, yeah, she's oh, like, that was a good oh, line." I, I'm gonna have sex with this man. Yeah, I'm gonna have sex with this man. Crap! Crap! Damn it! He's got me. <laughs> I'm locked in. Yeah, maybe it's another um, pussy galore situation where all she needed was the love of a good man. A good man to yeah. cure her. Cure her of her lesbianism. Wow, Ian that's, Fleming, you've a way with words. He, that's actually from the book, yeah, by the way. That is that's, from the. That's book. not from air warped minds. No, no. In the book, uh, what's her name again? P- pussy pussy galore. galore. How did I forget her yeah. name for a second? Yeah, Mrs. Galore. Mrs. Galore. Um, um, yeah, she's a lesbian in the book, and James Bond cures her he cures her for a lack of a better word Ian Fleming yeah he cures her of her lesbianism go Bond <laughs> yeah, woo-hoo. anyway woke. the world is not enough it's uh, it was pretty good I d- is there anything else to say uh, just that it's oh. Mr. Desmond Lewin Den- I Desmond Llewellyn or Lewin it's his last one and as I, Q I have to say he goes out on a pretty great note. It, it, it always have an escape. He plan, says, he it? says, I've tried to teach you two things, Mr. Bond. Never let them see you bleed. 
I thought that was a bit off. I was like, I don't know if Q and he says, and always have an escape plan as he sinks into the floor. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's such a beautiful send off. Yeah. But it's, it's so unfortunate because the man was OK. You get serious granddad vibes off yeah. him because he's he's really old, but he actually died in a car accident. I know. And he went on record as saying, I'll play Q as long as they let me. Yeah. So I think he could have been there yeah. for the next movie. Yeah. Now and he bowed out at the right time. And, technically. He, and he's t- training John Cleese. And I think he's a great addition too. to it. He's a nice kind of goofier Q. Yeah. I kind of like that. I like it too. And the, he's kind of the guy, like I know he's a very famous comedian. Yeah. But he's kind of the guy that I wouldn't like in that role in yeah. a way. Because like, oh, here we go. Yeah. We're bringing in this funny guy. Yeah. Even though I love him. Mm-hmm. Me too. But, but he actually does it really well. Yeah, and he's almost so respectful. And Q even is like, he's like, get on with this, as if to say, like, come on, I've you're you're too much. Like yeah. Q is giving him notes on how to be Q, which I loved. And uh, also, sorry, can I just say, yeah. the helicopter saw is very cool. Is fantastic. That whole action sequence, it's a great scene, and you get to see the BMW cut in half. Yeah. Do you think BMW were happy with that? <laughs> uh, I think so. I think they're okay with it. They let one crash into a auto dealership I last sh- time. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, but that des- that already looked like it crashed into something. That's true. Yeah. Um, but here, let's move on to the best James Bond. Oh no, sorry, I got that wrong. The worst, worst James, James Bond movie ever. Die made. another day. Die another day. I was telling you. I had mixed feelings right at the start. Yeah, me too. We get to see these three James Bond, uh, like, well, double O whatever and double yeah. O whatever and double O seven, yeah, surfing, and you're like, <sighs> why? But then there's this hovercraft scene yeah. in North Korea. It's mm. kind of cool. Yeah, I was I was enjoying the North Korean the diamond tray blowing up the diamonds in the guy's face. The diamond face guy. Yeah, I w- that's a that is cool. They that's- obviously go. 20 steps too far yeah. but when there's just the diamonds lodged in his face because of an explosion that James yeah. Bond uh, had go off like yeah. I was like that's c- diamond face sounds cool I do even like- didn't call him that but I was like diamond face I do even like when he finds him in the place where he's changing his skin colour we'll fucking get into that in a bit oh. but he gets his attention by squeezing his his bag and you could and it's like and he's Ooh, like oh fucking I feel it <laughs> yeah. I feel it and he's have I got your attention and it's like Jesus that is brutal you know that what I mean that is brutal hey but that, that hovercraft hovercraft scene is excellent and then he gets captured yeah. and he's like a POW he's a prisoner of, a, of war yeah for 14 months yeah I was like Holy shit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I was I was kind of like, man, I this would be a great thing to explore like Bond being a prisoner more. Maybe he comes back he's he's shaking or something like that. Yeah, I was thinking we were going to get more scenes like that. Yeah. Even M's like, "Oh, the world changed." Yeah. While you're away. But hey, we should talk about the best Bond team tune ever made. Madonna. Madonna Die Another Day. Do you, I actually think it's one of the best me too. Team tunes ever. I do, and uh, it's straight to the number one on my list with a bullet. Totally, and let, let me just uh, vindicate this. Mm-hmm. So, why it's the best is because he gets captured, right? Yeah, and then boom, team tune hits. Team right? tune hits. What better song to depict fourteen months of torture? Yeah, than fourteen tune. tune. Yeah, fits huh? <laughs> perfectly. Huh? 14 months of torture. I was like, wow, this does feel like 14 months of torture Do to I me. have to die another day? Can I not die today? <laughs> Madonna be... nailed it. I was she like, whoa, wow. I feel the torture. I can hear, I can hear the torture. I'm being tortured almost. I, I'm with you, Bond. I'm... No other Bond team tune has no. given me that. Do so you... I think it's 
perfectly placed for 14 months and, of North Korea torturing the fuck and out. And I just love the weird flashbacks he has sometimes to that torture that kind of have no bearing on the how he is at yeah, all, yeah. really. I do like when he breaks out and the doc and he says to the doctor, Thanks for the kiss of life, and she's like <laughs> you got me but yeah, you got I kind of knew you were alright yeah. I wanted to give you that yeah yeah she's like I don't really care yeah, do yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, ah shucks there's so much wrong with this movie M, for some reason Ju- she's not great in this Judy Dench is not great as M. She's not great. And funny enough, in The World Is Not Enough... She's so good. She gets to kind of almost participate in the action. Yeah. There's even the great scene. Sorry to go back yeah. one one movie, but when he's... When, when like, Bond is trying to sort out the problem and, like, literally we're bearing towards the end. Yeah. M is in a little little cell mm-hmm. and she just goes, Bond, as he's running up the stairs. Bond doesn't go, oh, M, I'll save you. He just shoots the lock and keeps running. Keeps running. And she's just like, I fucking respect that. Yeah. Get yeah. the job done. Yeah. That's all I needed from you. He doesn't even come in to check. She's just yeah. bang. Are you alright? Yeah. Are you dehydrated? I know. Did they rape you? I also love that she gets herself out. She steals the clock and then well, she... Well, she tries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she sends the signal oh, sorry, and that's how they find does. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's pretty decent. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, M isn't... They don't make her out to be a dummy and she it's a more personal story to it's her It's like as seeing well. Benji from the Mission Impossible actually kind of in the field yeah. for once. It's like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is cool. Yeah. And you can kind of see how she can throw down. Yeah. Like she doesn't give the villains, even when she's captured, she doesn't give them an inch. Not an inch. Yeah, she's tough. You gotta kill me, fucking kill me, man. Yeah, just you get know? it over with. I'm not here for this revenge what bullshit. A badass. I'm yeah. just trying to look at the... Oh, yeah. Uh, team tune, uh, worst ever. Yeah. Uh, they do weird slow motion camera movements that are just not cool and very 2002. It's so strange. Yeah. It, I was. I actually have written down the minute the plastic surgery scene happens, the yeah. film completely falls apart. Yeah, it's just, it's not great after that. And yet it has one of the best, best uh, beach uh, scenes and Bond girl scenes yeah. ever where Jinx. Miss, Mrs. Jinxy Jinx just yeah. pops up out of the water like a beautiful diamond, like a... <laughs> Like a dolphin. Oh, man. With a grey beard. <laughs> That's it. That's all that needs to be said. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. Um, now, she she is... She's in her absolute prime. She draws the eye. She... It makes no, her body makes no sense. It all... Yeah. And it, because it, it's all real as it, well. That's yeah. why it makes no sense. You're like... How? 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 And, and then, like... At the same time, fucking, they're doing this stupid code word thing where they're talking about watching birds and the scene goes on for five minutes. But really, they're just like, you want to have sex? You want to have sex? I want to have sex. I want to have sex. I'm free to have sex tonight. Sex now? You free to have sex Sex tonight? now? Yeah, okay. Oh, that's... man. She, I would die for her. Yeah. I would just be her carpet. Even you know, that when... way in her house, yeah. I would just be her carpet and she can stand on me every day. <laughs> Even when they have the innuendo bit at the end and he's just putting diamonds in her holes and everything. And, and she's like, oh no, keep it in longer. Leave it it in, fits so it, it well. It fits so well. And you're like, man, are we going to see full penetration <laughs> in a Bond movie? Because I will I'm here take for it. it. I'm here for it, baby. But no. And not instead, Madonna's theme tune hits right at the end as well. Tune. Yeah, a different song. And Money Penny. Her character is kind of weakened in this because they have the... I know it's meant to be a nice virtual reality moment and everything, but like... It's, it's a little too thirsty. I, it's too thirsty for Money Penny. Yeah. I like... Uh, here's the thing. I don't think she would ever... The Money Penny, I don't Especially think... Especially this Money this Penny. This Money Penny. They have such an equal relationship where I don't think she would ever do this. This is like a, a schoolgirl pining after a crush and I've never got that impression yeah I'd, she just looks like she's going on to Bond's Facebook yeah. and looking at his swim yeah his swim uh, you know him by the pool and then swimming shorts 
Yeah, whereas you know, like the money penny, I would know would see that, and she'd be like, "James, why are you showing off?" Yeah, you know, why are you showing you're, off? and she'd like, "You're 50 years old. Why are you putting up these photos and everything?" Yeah, yeah. And, like she comment on like that or something. He wears a beard well. He does. Wear he a beard. wears anything well. Anything he wears well. torture well. He looks really 14 good. 14 months of torture. Rosamund he... Pike is in this as well, wearing very strange choices of fencing outfits. Yes, it does work for me though yeah, me too. nothing in this movie really works the yeah. Bond girls okay, yeah of course yeah. It also fall, I was saying to you uh, uh, before the podcast this kind of falls into that trap of mm-hmm. the that early noughties trap where they're like hey like technological advances are just are progressing at a at a breakneck pace we gotta put all this weird shit in here what's it gonna look like in a few years so yeah. there's gadgets everywhere there's technology there's the lasers the bad guys have a gadget out car you know oh yeah where it's I don't know. Everything's cool. There's too much stuff in the car. It's too much stuff. Uh, the bad guy's whole plan creates a second son. They turn a North Korean guy Ooh. into the most British white guy in the world. He's almost James Bond. If James Bond That's was what the he biggest douchebag ever. That's what he says. He was like, I based my whole new persona on you. You know, your, yeah. your uh, you know, quips and everything. You're stupid. Like, uh, and this is the 20th Bond film. Like oh, it's, it's so rough. It's, it's such so, a letdown. It literally just shits in your eyes for yeah. two hours straight. Yeah. Even the, oh, it's just bad. It's so bad, and the CGI again, it just falls into that trap where like, oh, it's early naughties. Films are using CGI, and it looks good. We're gonna use so much CGI. Did you see oh. Lord of the Rings? Did you see Lord of the Rings? Oh, did you see what they could do with CGI? Do that in our movie. Do it every hang gliding. Hang gliding Let's do scene. It. Let's fucking do it. At least in the car chase scene, it's Pierce Brosnan in the car, and yep. when he flips the fucking car over, he has the smile, and it reminds you of the time when he was remote controlling a car and giggling in the back like a school child. The Vanquish slash Vanish is an excellent car as well. It's a beautiful car. Hello. But, but the Vanish aspect of it is like... It's, it's, again, yeah. oh, technology, man. Like, what else can we do? It's just too far, slightly. It's... Uh, it's just not a great bomb movie. Lasers and invisible cars. Yeah. Uh, but hey... Great pair of tits. Great pair of tits. That's... that's die all, another day. That's all I took from it. Die another day. Oh, Madonna's be, actually in the movie. She is in the movie. During one of the better scenes, the fencing scene. Madonna's cameo is not the worst part of the movie. Yeah, and it's it's bad. That's a mic drop right there. Madonna's... Like, what? Say what? I'm not... I don't participate in cockfights. And it's like, oh, Madonna. Acting coach, please. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here. Sing yeah. your way out of here. No, actually, no, please don't. <laughs> Pierce Bros- I feel like Pierce Brosnan was... He'll get PTSD. He's back, He's back in the camp. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan was forced to flirt with Madonna in this movie. You know the way where it's like, okay, we have Madonna in, so when you show up, you have to flirt with her. As almost like, do I have can to? We, can we look over the script? Do I have to? You know, like... Yeah. The, uh, a, a Korean guy that's now British I'm okay with that but Madonna why Why is she here I'm going to underline that okay we're going to come back yeah, we're going to circle back we're going to circle back to that Duran Duran weren't in it you know why does Madonna get to be in this movie because she's Madonna yeah. doesn't make sense makes no sense yeah and but I will say the sword fighting scene is great the sword fighting scene is one of the best scenes in yeah. the movie yeah. And Pierce Brosnan's just pure Selling rage it. Yeah. sells it so much I'm like oh, give it to him Pierce get him and you know he w- he wins that fucking he sword totally fight. He totally wins that fight. And that guy is like, I don't know, enhanced in many ways. Yeah, for some reason. He gets an exosuit by the end of it. He's it's just makes no... Oh, technology! He's wearing he's wearing the power glove. The, you know, the Nintendo power glove by the end oh, on each hand. Yeah, it's so lame. Anyway, so that is the end of the Pierce Brosnan movie. So we have to put these in order now. Ooh! 
Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I actually think I would go chronologically. Me too. Like it's actually that simple. Yeah, chronologically. Definitely. Uh, so what we got? Golden Eye as number one. Tomorrow Never Dies number two. The world is not enough World's number not three. Enough. And Die Another, another day. day. By the way, the world's not enough. We've got to say he says the line in it. He, he says the title of the says movie. The title in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Check that box. And we got skiing. We got a boat chase. And we got the title of the movie. I love it. And I will say, it is a good moment when he says it. it and no, it really is because it... Actually, it's a callback. It's a callback. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. And it's nice it that really there's nice. a bit of consistency. Because he's been choking. She's like, the world is not enough. And she's like, a stupid sentiment. And he's like, family motto. That's just after the torture. Yeah. Sexy torture oh, chair. No, it's before. And in the sexy torture chair, right as he is about to die, he says, all you really were was one last. And he smiles and he's like, screw. <laughs> and you know, and you know, he's like. And that's just after she said, oh, just one more turn, Bond. One more turn. And he's like, you really were just one last. And he smi- He literally smiles in the scene. He's like, screw. And it's like, if he died now, he'd be so happy. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, he'd be I, fine. Went out, I went out on the quip, man. He'd be fine. The way I always wanted to. <gasps> I loved it. I was like, oh, it, it's it's such a bond moment where he's like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking give. I, yeah. You know, what? live by the door, by die by the sword, <laughs> by by the blah 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 blah. Live by the door, walk out the door. <laughs> live nice. by the sword, die, die by, by the, the sword. sword. Um. All right. So we'll jump into news really, really quickly. quickly. Michael Bean is going to be in the Mandalorian as a bounty hunter. Hell yeah! This is Kyle Reese from Terminator and fame. Hicks from Aliens. So you know. Cool guy. Very cool guy. He's going to make a good bounty hunter. He's got the voice for it. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I say he's only going to be in one or two episodes. Yeah. Uh, or probably one like the Bill Burr thing. Although Bill Burr can come back. I read that he will be back yes. in season two. And I so hope that's good. not a rumor. I hope that's true. Billy Burr. Billy Old Burr. ball head Billy Burr. Big balls Billy Burr. Yeah. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy is considered for a Mad Max Furiosa spinoff by George Miller. Because Charlize Theron is what... Busy? Busy? Punching the head off Tom Hardy, maybe? I don't particularly... I don't really see Anna Taylor-Joy as young Furiosa. And I think she's a really good actress. Me too. I just don't see that. Uh, if New Mutants doesn't come out, because that probably actually, yeah. like, ruined her career. Probably. Well, it's going to kill a few careers. <laughs> she was great in Split. She was. She's great in Split. And, and she's very young in Split, like, so she's only going to get better. She's been in a few things now. She's in The Witch as well. She's, That's supposed to be great. Yeah. And I heard she's really good at it. It is Again, really good. It's she's the, really young in that. By the guy who did The Lighthouse as well. Is it the same? Oh, yes, interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds is going to be in a Dragon Slayer movie, apparently. I don't know what that is. It's like a classic... Um, Oh, Don something it's like an animated game and it was okay. like an original arcade game and basically you just like Rampage yeah yeah for and, Dwayne and Johnson you, it's kind of it's fully motion it's like fully animated the entire thing and okay. you just have to go the right direction or you die and everything it's like classic classic game and Ryan Reynolds is a great pick for to the main guy probably take liberties with it since yeah. it sounds like a very simple kind of game Um. And then, yeah, is there anything else you want to mention? Just that Wonder Woman oh, yeah. was pushed back. And uh, Gal Gadot is... Mm. Uh, she's in hot fe- water. She's feeling the heat right now. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone has seen. I'm sure most people have. That I can't imagine any of you haven't seen it. She, uh, Well, she she cured the coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, I did. I <laughs> took a second to sink in there. <laughs> I, was hoping... I was listening to my own thoughts there for a second. <laughs> I was hoping you would notice until the edit. All oh, right. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's a... Uh... She tried to cure the coronavirus, With or at least song. cure the sadness for a little bit. With song by getting loads of millionaires to sing a song with her. Yeah, and it kind of looks a bit douchebaggery. It's kind of blown up in her face a little bit. 
It just seems... It seems very condescending. It's yeah. just weird that... Now, here's the thing, though. No one has said this, okay? So people are giving shit to the yeah. other actors as well that did it with her, singing Imagine by um, John, John Lennon. Lennon. If Gal Gadot rang me mm-hmm. and said, eat my shoe, <laughs> I'm like... Which pair and how many of them will I eat? <laughs> Honestly, like I would do whatever she wants. Yeah, she says Another jump. Another person that I would be her rug. I would yeah. just be her rug. She says jump. You say into bed with you? No, of course not. Sorry, of course. I'll just sorry. jump. I'll I'm just sorry. jump really high. Yeah, I'll just jump really high. Yeah, I'm sorry, Wonder Woman. I'm so so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was pushed back till August. Yeah, and uh, obviously it's for the coronavirus, but also I just kind of feel like maybe people will forget about her whole Imagine experiment by then. That's what they're hoping. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's weird that she was it, like, it is "This weird. is a good idea." Yeah, I don't know. It's a strange move. Have Let's to get say. loads of millionaires that mm-hmm. are in there cooped up in their big mansions with all their money and yeah. anything they want at the tip of their fingers. Let's sing the poor people a song. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Let's it kind of feels like that. Let's give the people what they want. Now I don't know how no one has addressed that. Yeah. If Gal Gadot rings you, you answer and say, what do you want? Because yeah. I will do it. Yeah, exactly. I will do it. Listen, I, I don't know. She's getting a hard time for it. I can appreciate the sentiment. It does come off a bit douchey. It do- it just yeah. comes off very patronizing. Yeah. But look, Gal, we pre- I, I'm not going to rag on yeah, you for oh, no. it. Yeah. No, hashtag I love you. I love you. Yeah. Hashtag we love you, <laughs> yeah. Gal. Honestly, like if she rang me and said, here, drink a pint of your own semen, I go... I don't know why, but I'm going to do it. A pint? A pint. That's going to take a while. I'll do it later if you want. (laughs) That's going to take a while to fill up, number one, and to drink as well. Unless she's in the room, because then it'll take an hour. Easy, easy. I'll have it done. No problem. I might die of, like, fluids. Jeez. What a... uh, Dehydration. What a sentiment to end on. Oh, sorry, hunk and skunk. Hunk and skunk. (laughs) To wash the taste of a litre of spam out of your mouth. Hunk and Skunk. Um, Hunk, we agreed beforehand as Jason David Franks for being the a Green be- Ranger. The yes. Green Ranger for being a better Bloodshot than Bloodshot. Than Vin Diesel. Yeah, and then Skunk. Did we agree? Did we agree? I don't think we did. Uh, uh, Madonna. Madonna for yeah. making the, the worst Bond team. Again, tune. it's meant to be Ever. during torture. So, and it does feel like a 14 month long North Korean torture. Yeah. That's exactly what it, I don't know. She, she hit the nail on the head. She did. She hit it right in the head. And <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to Straight to Series. Like, subscribe, Instagram, Facebook. Everything. everything. SoundCloud. Stitcher. Share. Please. Please do. We beg you. And uh, we might see you next week. Maybe not because we're on lockdown. We're we'll on see. lockdown. We'll, we'll see, see what we can do. We'll see what the country says. But stay safe and we will see you guys next time yeah see you bye we'll be watching Daniel Craig all four yeah nice save yes watching all four Daniel Craig movies can't wait can't wait it's gonna be amazing so excited